know, I spoke before about this, but I was a late starter and things like that when it came to having sexual relations. So when I got to my late 20s, I just thought, well, do you know what? I'm not going to let what somebody's told me about not being able to have children stop me from living a full life and having a good time. That being said, I kind of uh, wouldn't wouldn't accept it still that um, I couldn't have children. It was just like a almost like a in denial thing. You're just completely in denial, um, and you don't believe it. So I decided I was going to uh, reach out. I've been watching some documentaries about uh, majority in women, and you know when your menses uh, stop things like that. So I saw a documentary with the Professor uh, Winston and I sent him an email. So I'm going to read this out to you because I think it's important to explain to you where I was at the time. So I wrote this email and this was on the Bear with me one moment. 30th of March 2015. We are now in July 2020. So this is a whole five years ago now. Uh, so I just decided, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do my research. So I decided to send an email and this is what I wrote. I sent this email to the office of Professor Robert Winston. F Medical Science Office, Imperial College, London. Not expecting a return email, obviously, at this stage. So, this was me. Question. Hello, uh, Professor Winston. I'm 30 years old, and I've recently been diagnosed with premature ovarian failure. I feel devastated because I've also been told that I have a 1-2% to chance of ever being able to conceive a natural way. And I'm now at the age where I'm wanting to plan a family. But at the same time, this revelation has made me feel in some ways kind of rebellious of settling down. Because that impending feeling of infertility is kind of making me want to act wild. And I think this is part of the process where I'm losing my mind. I'm in a relationship with my partner of seven years, but since I found out the news, I've not wanted to make love to him either. Or even think about myself in a sexual way anymore. It's like I've lost my sense of myself because something's telling me because I'm unable to be a parent, which in turn then makes me feel less of a woman. That feeling's causing me to kind of want to rebel, maybe have an affair with a younger man, because I feel dejected of myself. I don't want to get close to anyone emotionally. Also, the other aspect of this is that I've suffered hot flushes, anxiety and depression in the last year, but now I feel like I'm coming through it. And I've stopped having that, which has been a better bit of quality for my life. I do not take HRT, and I, I personally don't want to, but the advice is that I have to have it, because a consultant told me I need to replace oestrogen to protect bones, etc. I still feel very much in the dark about all of this, and I would love to find out more about the causes of premature ovarian failure. In my relationship as well, I'm going through other stressful things that are happening. Stress around money, career with myself and partner, and it's something that has caused me to have to go and get counselling. 
I feel that at times it's easy just to be on my own with my own problems. I don't talk to friends about it because they've all got their own lives to get on with and some of them are having babies and they haven't got the time. I don't really know what I can ask but I suppose it's a case of am I normal to feel this way? I got told that my FSH levels are abnormally high. Abnormally high at 120. And so they tell me that I'm very much in the statistic that I'll never really, I'll never conceive for a spontaneous ovulation. Thank you, and I look forward to hearing from someone at the office. You can make this anonymous, but please make this public. Miss Payton. So I kind of really um, delved into myself there uh, emotionally to write that. Even now it kind of brings a bit of emotion to me, a little bit of a tear to my eye because, you know, you go back to that time when you, you, you're learning all of this. It's really, really hard. Nobody can prepare you for it. Mm. Oh, so, I didn't expect a return in any way, shape or form, but I wrote this email because, you know, I was looking for answers basically lo and behold, two days later I got a reply. So this was where I thought, you know, I saw the email, it says Premature Menopause by Robert Winston. I thought, oh wow, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> so um, two days later I got the email. This was from the office of Robert Winston, London Imperial College. So it reads as this. Oh, Hannah, yes, the medical information that you've been given is undoubtedly correct, particularly with SH levels so high. But think of this perhaps, all that you say so graphically is really important to read and truly important too for you to express. All those feelings you so bravely and vividly describe are those that so many people in your situation feel but do not manage to put as well into words. I say so many people because premature ovarian failure is common, much more common than people usually realise. And though it seems little comfort to you right now, there are many others who are going through this experience before the age of 30. I think it's totally understandable that you feel rebellious and wild. And it's not at all abnormal to think of yourself as not sexual anymore. Know that you don't want to make love and to have all these feelings at the time when money, life and career may not be going swimmingly happens surprisingly frequently too because so many people with serious infertility problems, men as women, often feel a failure just at the time of life when many careers often seem of course, particularly when you watch or are aware of other people who are able to fall back on having a family and nurture that giving their life a different focus. The dent to your self-esteem and the denial of what is happening by, for example, not wishing to take HRT is entirely predictable. And in my experience, most young women in your situation have similar feelings. Eventually, I suspect you will take HRT and the probability is you will still feel, you will start to feel quite a lot better too. But Hannah, please think of this. Being a woman, it's not about periods, about oestrogen and proestrogen. 
nor being able to have a baby. You forget, the most important thing of all in this is not your ovaries or uterus, forgive me, but it is your brain. Bizarrely, a few neuroscientists sometimes try to suggest that male and female brains show no difference, but they do. You are a woman, you feel like a woman, you think like a woman, and you express all the emotions of a woman, and eventually, you will find that you are a sexual creature, and that, moreover, you are just attractive now as you were before this happened, and that actually, you do have the capacity to cuddle, feel intimacy, and enjoy making love, and then in time, you may begin to appreciate more fully that you might even want to become a parent, and you will know there are various routes to that option which are not sustainable, yet, but maybe in the fullness of time, I have seen so many women, for example, who feel totally fulfilled having received a donor egg. My deepest respect for you for being so open and for writing me such an important letter. Warmest wishes, Robert Winston. (laughs) To which my response of this email was utter joy because he was right. Above all, I'd forgotten about me and myself and I. (laughs) And around this time in 2015, um, in the March, I really was going through some pretty big things, some pretty big changes that were about to come my way. Now, I mentioned earlier in the first email, uh, I was going through a difficult relationship. I was carrying a lot of the stress from the uh, difficult relationship that my partner was going through with his dad, his elderly father. We'd purchased a house together um, and I didn't have a say-so on the the rent and I didn't have a a place on the mortgage. So all of these things were whizzing around in my head. But basically... um, the best thing that came out of my inner confidence and my inner goddess who I respected deeply was that I was unhappy and it wasn't that I was just unhappy about not being a parent it was actually I was unhappy in the relationship and the situation that I was in my work life was going really well but unfortunately the relationship was having such a negative impact on me that that was where I realised I needed to get out of that relationship. So, one month later, I felt empowered. I think the email really hit home to me by Robert Winston that, yes, uh, it had been difficult and my career had taken dips, dips and dives and I was, you know, um, not able to uh, obtain the job and keep the job because I was living in a shared house with my partner at the time. But the uh, output of my emotion, of crying and emotional and things like that, was so difficult for my ex-partner to handle at the time that I had to get out. Uh, because there was, I had to empower myself, and I had to realise that I was a, you know, a sexual um, being, 
and I had all of these desires and you know I'm proud to say like I'm a woman and I'm happy with who I am and this was where I sort of got out of that relationship and as soon as I left that relationship I was reborn (laughs) so you know it was that important that I did that I'm gonna leave it there but also yeah I wanted to just kind of um, summarize that you know um, if a partner is finding it difficult to deal with uh, your um, display of frustration and upset and not to mention hot flushes and restlessness and they're not able to be there and support you then you have to question whether that partner is the right person to be with and whether it's better to be on your own and go through this emotion because it's a really personal journey Um, and that's why I want to share this with you so thank you so much for listening to my um, second episode Um, I'll be back uh, with the next episode in the next few days I'm going to think about where we're going with the next part we're going to touch upon more of the medical side of things and uh, look at how the uh, consultation appointments and things like that are kind of we're starting to ignore and <clears throat> refinding myself, refinding who I was and what I wanted, and also the blowout where I did like a bit of a crazy thing uh, just to like get things out of my system. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll speak to you on the next one shortly. Have a lovely day. Bye. Hey there, my name's Hannah. I'm the project worker at Archway Project and I'm going to be uh, starting a brand new podcast with the fellow members that attend Archway Project Halifax in January 2023. Um, I've had a bit of a bout of a bit of illness and so I haven't been at work for the first month. But what our podcast will ensure is original writing um, from the members of the creative writing group that meet we- regularly every Wednesday. Some excerpts of newly devised pieces of drama that have been produced from the drama group on Thursday mornings. And we'll also be discussing the launch of our brand new book, which is called Marking Time and Making Space. And this book was in production last year. And this podcast will be celebrating the work of all our writers and the projects and plans that we have upcoming in the next couple of months at the Archway Project. Um, We are a registered charity based in Halifax and our main objective is to encourage and support adults within the community to engage with activities, workshops um, focused around improving well-being and mental health using a creative kind of a creative angle um, with artwork, um, creative writing meditation, guided meditation, and also exercise, yoga, pilates, and tai chi. And we are constantly changing and developing 
uh, our programme of events. <laughs> and every eight weeks we have an event called Open Minds and that is a platform for our members to use to perform and express themselves. And uh, yeah, it's a fantastic place to work and we would love to bring you into our world, Archway Project. So watch this space. Thank you. Bye.